G'day, Andrew here from Salon Hive Education. And today I'm gonna be talking about probation for new employees. And the reason I'm talking about this at the moment is I recently had to let go of someone uh, in the salon. And it just reminded me how easy the process was, although I shouldn't say it was easy, but someone said to me, you know, was it really hard firing someone? And uh, even though emotionally it was hard, it was actually an easy decision to make because we had really clear expectations up front and I have those expectations mapped out uh, on paper, which I give to each new staff member. And it's about their probation, the probationary period. Now, I'm not sure where you're from in the world, but in Australia, uh, we have a thing called Fair Work, which is basically the federal laws for employment. Hairdressing has a has its own award as well, so it's got its own rules and regulations. But generally as a whole, uh, the federal law doesn't really recognize probation because we have other laws in place where we can, I guess, let people go within a certain time frame if they're not sort of performing without any sort of uh, consequences on us. But either way, we still do have a probationary period because that way we, uh, I guess we're letting the new employee know that we're going to be sort of monitoring monitoring them closely over sort of a three or six month period to make sure that they're a right fit for the business. And the one thing I always do with new employees, uh, apart from being really clear about the probation period and what we are expecting, I'm also really clear to them that it's important for them in the probation period to uh, be looking at us as well and seeing uh, what we can provide. Are we living up to everything that we said that we were going to do? For example, if I'm employing an apprentice, you know, it's really, really important for an apprentice to be learning. So if an apprentice comes into the salon and or a salon and all they do is clean and not learning anything else, well, then maybe it's not the right fit for them. So not only does probation work uh, for us when we uh, are trying to you know give a new employee the expectations that we're looking for but it also works for them to make sure that we are the right fit for them so yeah like I said this uh, video or why I'm talking about it today is, is I did have to recently let go of someone and I counted my lucky stars that I had all this mapped out already and uh, I had sat down with this employee every single week and gone through every one of these expectations just to make sure that they were on track uh, and also to give feedback on how possibly they could improve uh, some of the um, expectations. Now, obviously this employee didn't meet our expectations so we uh, got rid of them, which is horrible but and unfortunate, but it was the way it went. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it was easy to do because we had regular weekly meetings that were all documented where we talked about all their expectations. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through what we do in our salon, uh, what we do at Salon Hive Education as well in, in the sense of uh, the expectations that I map out for new employees. So I'm going to go through them now and talk a little bit about each one. So the first one I have is punctuality. Now, it's, it's something that frustrates a lot of business owners is the punctuality of some of their staff members. And uh, so 
From years of experience, I have just mapped out exactly what I want to happen. I'll read them out. So ready to start 15 minutes before their shift. I wrote 15 minutes before their shift because I don't want you a minute before your shift doing your hair or going to the toilet or having a cigarette or putting your mobile phone away. I need you to be ready 15 minutes before work. There's nothing more uh, frustrating than having a staff member come in maybe 15 minutes before work, but still be late to start work because they've spent uh, all their time in that time, I guess, stuffing around and not doing what they need to do in a salon that could be getting your hair done or could be going to the bathroom and putting makeup on. It could be, could be anything. So punctuality is important. Getting to work one minute before work starts isn't really punctual in my mind. 15 minutes, ready to go. Now that always brings up the subject, am I going to get paid for that 15 minutes? That's for you to decide. Uh, but really, if you want to perform at your best in your job, you have to be ready because your clients might be here 10 or 15 minutes before you start your shift anyway. So you kind of need to be ready for that. The next one we have is grooming. How I want these people to look. Now, uh, if you have a grooming policy in your salon, uh, it's a really good thing to have. I'd highly recommend it. We have a grooming policy in our salon and I'll just send someone the system on that, which is photos or a video on how we want them to dress, how we want them to look, how we want their hair to look, their uh, fingernails to look, anything that you th can think of uh, about grooming. If you have that all clear for a new employee, that is a really good thing to do. And it just makes it easy for them to understand what exactly you'll be looking for. The next one that we have is enthusiasm. Now, I've written here, showing eagerness, passion, a keen interest and devotion. Uh, you know, I don't want people coming to work, you know, like slumpy shoulders or coming in. The first thing they do is like <sighs> sigh, like life's hard. Um, yeah, I've written here, don't sigh, half or puff. Uh, be busy all the time, like make sure you're always finding something to do. So I'm looking for someone that really, really wants the job, that's enthusiastic. You've got to show us that you want the job. Super, super important. And I, I'm, I, I want to be around positive people. Now I know that life isn't great all the time, but you know, I think when you go to work, you have this opportunity to leave any kind of problems that you have at the front door and hopefully put all your energy into the job that you had. So that's a great example of enthusiasm. Efficiency is the next one on the list. The ability to accomplish a job with a minimum expenditure of time and effort. You can read into that as much as you want, but for me, it is super important that people are efficient. I always have a look at when it's near the end of the day, how amazingly efficient people uh, get when it comes to sort of cleaning up and getting out of there. So it would be nice if everybody had that kind of efficiency throughout the day or in the morning, uh, you know, that kind of, let's just get things done. Let's get it done fast. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, another important one, this is really important actually, is the ability to accept instructions. Now, I've written here, accept and obey any lawful instruction given to you by any senior or manager. 
Uh, also show respect when people are teaching you and listen and learn fast. So it is really important, I think, for staff members to understand the difference between accepting instructions and being bullied. I've had this before where staff have accused me or managers or other staff members of bullying them when really what we've been doing is just asking them to do lawful things, nothing illegal, e.g. like, can you please put your mobile phone away or whatever it is, whatever rules or whatever you have going on in your salon. But, you know, if people can't accept instructions, the big one, I would say that's a pretty big one. Now, the next one is rapport with staff and customers. In hairdressing, I I always say, once you know hairdressing, I'd say rapport is about 80% of your job. So, you know, having a personality and uh, caring about people and talking to people, also knowing when not to talk, but generally as a whole, we are in the people business. So it's so important for anyone that comes into my salon, uh, you know, you've really got to have a personality. You've really got to care about people and talk to people and, uh, you know, just give a little bit of yourself because that's kind of the atmosphere uh, that we have in our salon. It's a really friendly environment. So you'd probably be a little bit out of place if you were shy or introverted or anything like that. You know, also, um, oh, I've written here, building rapport involves connecting with your customer. Asking them how they are or how their day has been is a good beginner question to opening them up. Uh, just be yourself. The team are friendly, so you don't have to overtry for staff to like you or to be friendly. And when it comes to the staff, that's another really important thing as well. You know, we are a team and I know, and I say this to new employees as well, that I know it is really difficult walking into a, a business that has been going for a long time or walking into a team that has been together for a long time. So, you know, I always coach the team in putting the effort into, um, uh, I guess, What's the words I'm looking for? I guess putting the effort into making a new person feel really welcome because it is a really, it's a trying time, I think, for a new person. So it kind of leads into the next one too, which is communication. Uh, Expressive skills. These include tone of voice, facial expression, posture, eye contact, uh, listening skills. These include full attention, acknowledgement, feedback, questions. Communication is really, really important, especially if you're a junior in a salon and you you need to learn. Uh, I think the communication part of that is a little bit like the enthusiasm, as in I'm looking for someone that has great posture, that can look someone in the eye. You know, that's really, really important. Being able to accept feedback without your world falling apart is also really, really important. Communication, you know, in hairdressing is super important because you're gonna be communicating with people all day. Next one, attitude. A positive attitude can be shown by posture. I think that's the third time I've mentioned posture in my probation expectations. Uh, also having a positive attitude the entire time. I don't know about you, but I try to be positive as much as I can. If there's ever a problem in the salon, 
you know, rather than being negative about it, let's just have a look at it and see how we can approach it to have a, a great outcome. That's a great attitude to have. Attitude can mean so many different things to so many different business owners. So I think it's really important when you are doing your probation is to point out the things in the way of attitude that are going to be really, really important to you. So for me, like I just said before, having a positive attitude is a really, really good thing. Another really uh, good thing for attitude for me is being able to accept when you're wrong or owning your mistakes. That is a fantastic attitude to have. Really important one. Uh, Next one I've got in probation expectations is the workload and time management. Prioritizing tasks, setting goals, plan your time and stick to the plan. Allocate time to complete essential tasks. Avoid procrastination and interruptions and seek help when you need it. Now, different salons, different things. In our salon, we allocate 30 minutes for men's haircuts, 45 for women's. That is including the consultation, the shampoo, the cut, and the blow dry. Yes, it usually goes over time, but we've got people in the salon to help see the customer through. So generally, the hairdresser itself has got that time allocated. Now, in the probation period, I would make it very, very clear to anyone that I'm employing that that is what we do. It is super important in our salon that men's haircuts do take 30 minutes, women's haircuts do take 45. Colors, I can't remember the timing of them all, but I mapped that all out and make that really clear as well. Because you've got to know your clientele and our salon is in the heart of the Sydney uh, CBD. So we're dealing with really time poor sort of executives and uh, it's super important to them that we run on time. And I've got to say one of the reasons that we've been in business for coming up to 50 years is that we always run on time. So realistically, if you employed someone that just couldn't keep up with that time, that's either going to be something they would have to work on to stay employed with us or uh, I'd unfortunately probably have to let them go in the probationary period. Next one is attention to detail. Make a conscious effort to improve attention to detail everywhere. Don't get careless about everyday activities and be organized. One example about attention to detail. You've just left your client at the point of sale, they've paid and they've left the salon and you're walking all the way back to the back room in our salon that is anyway. Attention to detail for me would be going from that position at the front to the position down the back and seeing things along the way and fixing them. E.g. putting a chair back in, grabbing an empty coffee cup, seeing if a client needs more water, cleaning up a mess, maybe there's a towel lying around, maybe there's a clipper attachment on the floor or whatever it is, attention to detail is, uh, I think, keeping the cleanliness of the salon to an incredibly high standard. Also, attention to detail, for me, one more example when it comes to doing hair, would be, you know, when you put a color on, making sure that the, the color all around the hairline is really clean, that you haven't left any uh, color on the skin that's gonna mark or color on the ear or anything like that. So little things like that I find 
uh, are really, really important. I've got one more example just popped into my head when it comes to attention to detail. Is also noticing, uh, I've noticed a lot of hairdressers out there, uh, you know, when they're blow drying or really yank on the client's head. And for years, I've had a lot of women tell me, they go, wow, you're so gentle, Andrew. Well, I see that as attention to detail as well, really caring, but I don't want my client being yanked around because I know they don't enjoy it. That's another little example. So attention to detail, I think in hairdressing specifically, is super important because cleanliness, precision, and all of that stuff is really important in our industry. This one here, following systems for specific tasks, the way we do it here, and the resulting um, well, I suppose the operating systems that we have in our salon and I suppose in any salon should be really clear about how, well, what you want, basically. A great example, obviously the best systemized salon in the world is McDonald's. So if you've come from working in a hamburger shop and you go to work in McDonald's, you can't just cook hamburgers the way you want. You have got to follow their systems. Same in the hairdressing salon. We have really clearly defined systems in our salon. We've got the whole thing online. Everyone has access to it. Uh, and it's about the way we do things around here. Now, it's really important, although I'm not talking about systems, so I won't go into that, but it's just important that a new employee uh, understands that we have a certain way of doing things and that has got to be followed through. Now, yes, that can be hard when employing a new senior hairdresser because senior hairdressers may have two years of experience or 20 years of experience or more or less. And a lot of senior hairdressers are going to be stuck in their way. They won't want to be dictated to. Uh, but I think it's the way you sell the vision of your salon, the culture of your salon, uh, the client expectations, the way you talk about your clientele and what they expect is going to be easier for someone to understand why they should be following your systems. But I do make it clear from the beginning, especially for, well, for all staff really, that we have systems, they've got to be stuck to, uh, and that's what we do. Later on, when they've been there for a while, or even earlier than that, I'll explain to anyone that works in the salon that if you have a better way of doing something, you have the freedom to update or create a new system that the salon can follow. So you've always got to be open to that as well. The next one for me is a big one. In fact, I ask people about this in their interview if they understand what this is and it's initiative. That's a big one, especially with um, junior staff. You know, like I don't want to be I don't want to be telling a junior staff member forever what to do. At some point, you hope that they have picked up on what you want them to do or learned what you want them to learn and then have the initiative to follow through on that job or task without being told what to do. That is so important. That, oh man, all of these are important, but that one for me is like super important. Really, really important. I mean, like, Unfortunately, the person I did have to let go was lacking a little bit of initiative. You know, it's like, I shouldn't have to tell you a hundred times to do the same thing. You know, if you're an apprentice or a junior, you're there to learn and learning means taking on board. And once you've taken that on board, you should have the initiative to follow through on those things. So 
initiative. But I will definitely explain to someone if they don't know what that word means, I'll explain it to them in an interview and I will get them to tell me a story about themselves when they've displayed um, initiative. It's a really good one. Well, what do you know? That's it for my probationary period expectations. Uh, I have this in a document. I get them to uh, read it through. I've asked them to sign it once they have read and understood what's expected of them. I uh, let them know also that we'll be meeting weekly to discuss their performance. We always go through the probationary period. And uh, I also make it incredibly clear to them that if they're not meeting the expectations, that I will not continue employment with them. It's not what we want, but it's an important process to have in your salon. And like I said in the beginning, it makes, uh, it makes your life so much easier to deal with a underperforming staff member. It makes it a lot easier. Uh, and it also, I think, shows new staff members that you are incredibly serious about what you are doing. So that's it, guys. I highly recommend that you sort out your probationary period expectations, get it documented, and uh, start using it. All right, I will see you or talk to you soon.